Welcome to Ears to Feel. Thank you for spending the next few minutes with Denise as she discusses are you pouring or permitting. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everybody, welcome to Ears to Feel. I'm Denise and I'm so happy to be here with you today. This week's episode is titled, Are You Pouring or Permitting? Have you ever asked yourself, am I pouring enough or am I just permitting? Now, you may be saying, well, what do you mean? Well, let me try to explain it this way. It's always easier to hold our cup out and then drink the wonderful coffee that was just poured for us, right? Instead of having to get the pot ready, making sure our coffee blend is just right, adding the cold water, then picking out the perfect cup for the person to drink out of, and then waiting to serve it to them. It takes much more effort and thought to pour, doesn't it? Now, as I was thinking and praying about this, I found some scriptures that will hopefully help us to understand the importance and difference of pouring and permitting. Philippians 2.4 NIV version says this, Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. Roman 12.10 NIV says, Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Acts 20 and 35 NIV says, In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak, remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. Now, in Philippians, the Apostle Paul addresses how these scriptures show us that being selfish, self-absorbed, and mainly interested in our own desires and lives, its that's not Jesus' intentions for us. We should pour more than we permit. The world trains us to look out for numero uno, right? I mean, I've heard it said a hundred times, if you don't take care of you, nobody else will. So put you first. Well, I agree to a point with the theory behind that, which to me is we shouldn't wait for someone to take care of us while we sit and do nothing expecting a handout. We should work hard to take care of ourselves, but we shouldn't forget to take others with us and help them along the way also. This is pouring. I think if we all did this, as it describes in the scriptures, then Each of us wouldn't feel the need to self-protect quite so much. As if, well, nobody's going to help me, so I'm all about me. Good luck to you. Now, if you've ever been taken advantage of, then you may say, "Mm, nope, and be leery to extend a helping hand again to someone else or to pour into them because you already got burned. But If we're really using our faith and trusting God to protect us and meet our needs, then we can have complete trust in God in extending ourselves again and not just permit people to pour into us, but we can reciprocate by pouring into them as well. It's like asking God to forgive us when we've sinned over and over again, and thankfully He does. When we do it unto the Lord... As the Bible states in Colossians 3.23, we can soften our thoughts towards people and remind ourselves that 
they're only human and while they may not always give us the respect or gratitude we need in certain situations it does help us to do it unto the Lord and not people it takes a little of the sting out when we get burned and it allows us to offer mercy as God gives it to us and quite frequently in my case at least when we change our thoughts in this way we can adapt to the poor more than we permit mentality the Lord the loads are much lighter in life when we partner with someone and join forces to carry the burdens together I mean, there's no need for loneliness based on the fear of being taken advantage of the gifts and possessions that we have in life are from God alone and they're meant to be shared many people feel well I'm not equipped to help another when I'm struggling so much myself but God promises to take care of us when we follow his principles I think we would all be more open to helping someone carry their load even when ours is quite heavy if we truly could follow the principles of trusting God with what we have and then believing he will really provide another way to not pour into people the way we should is we get what I call life blindness now this is where we get so self-absorbed in our own busyness and daily demands that we forget that there is more to life than our own bubble people are waiting on us to show up and be present to let them know we care and aren't just interested in our own agendas but we actually want to participate in theirs as well it's called permitting and not pouring when we permit only we allow those around us to continually be available to us and for us with little to no return of receptiveness when is the last time you sent a text just asking how someone was doing just to see if their life was going okay I mean if you looked through your text history would you be embarrassed at the lack of texting on your part to initiate conversation instead of only replying do you feel you have enough to worry about in your own life to even be concerned with what somebody else is going through maybe you just feel you don't have enough energy to pass around how many times do we neglect our friendships or family members due to just not feeling like spending a few minutes listening to them talk about their day or their petty problems because maybe we've had a rough one ourselves. maybe you only have one evening a week where you get 30 minutes free to yourself and you just want to sit and not be peopley I get it I understand it is hard to fit everybody in but the people that we think will always be there for us when or if we need them may not be if the relationship is always treated as a one-way street and you are always the passenger being driven around whenever you need a ride through life's struggles permitting and not pouring is a ticket to a life void of meaningful relationships and there's something else I was thinking about it was not only how many people may end up not having meaningful relationships in their lives but also how we sometimes not only forget to pour into people but we can also be real choosy as to who we pour into it was 
through conversations that I'd heard people talk about through the years in different settings regarding thoughts about the specifics of pouring into relationships and or future spouses. I mean, this is where people were hesitant to go into a marriage if they felt the other person could not carry their own weight, so to speak. And then the same people end up later on talking about how lonely and confused they were and how they're still praying and hoping for a mate and that they feel there's just no good ones left. Now, to me, in a couple of situations, God had already dropped someone in their path, or could have, but when we're too blinded or unwilling, or maybe even selfish, to see or to loan our abilities to share and care and pour into someone who may not fit our mental picture or standards, then we miss the real blessing of having someone to share our love and life with, which that's what marriage is all about, right? A person with certain disabilities, I mean, be it physical, mental, or maybe they just don't quite have the financial portfolio you're looking for, may not be able to offer or meet the needs we think we require. But they may offer us a love and a respect greater than anything we've ever experienced before. They may also be able to provide household support, which we all love, right? Such as doing your laundry or cooking or making sure you're taken care of emotionally and being able to offer some financial help, even if it's not equal to what you're contributing or wanting someone to contribute. We all have the ability to pour into people, but it just may look different depending on the circumstances. Don't shortchange yourself and feel that you can only pour and permit from certain types of individuals. This will cause you and me to miss a huge opportunity to give love and to experience true fulfillment because of Maybe our selfish or rigid expectations. In God's eyes, we all have disabilities that could render us unable to be loved and receive mercy. But what a wonderful blessing it is to have such a love as he gives so that we can share with others. We should pour into people regardless of the benefit to us. I mean, I've had times in my own life where I felt like, would anybody consider me beneficial to pour into? I mean, when you know your weaknesses and how much you depend on God, and when I felt like God has to love me because otherwise he would have given up on me considering some of my shortcomings and some of the bad decisions or selfish thoughts that I can have, then we appreciate and are grateful to those who do pour into us and it makes us want to return the favors to others. I think it's fair to say that most people have those chaotic and hectic days or even months where you get lost in life's busyness. I know I certainly have for sure. And you realize days or a week may have gone by and you haven't spoken to so-and-so, whoever that may be, when you normally talk every few days or at least weekly. 
How many times have you maybe received a text from someone that's close to you just saying, hey, I'm just checking on you. How are you? And you reply with your details, but you neglect to ask or initiate conversation with them. Pouring into people looks like this. One, give as much as you receive whenever possible. Don't wait for the other person to reach out. Number two. Number three would be do everything unto the Lord. Now, you may feel like you're just too busy and you're not being selfish or self-absorbed. That's not how you feel. But what is the definition of selfishness? It means to be concerned excessively or exclusively with oneself, seeking or concentrating on one's own advantage, pleasure or well-being without regard for others. Now, when we're concentrating solely on our life and our needs, we miss the opportunity to be part of the growing and changing things happening in the very lives of those God has placed in our realm. Maybe you have somebody that does things for you without even being asked, like maybe give your kids a ride to school or church, or maybe someone brings you a coffee sometimes or sends a text saying, hey, I'm praying for you today. Have you ever thought to do something nice for them? I mean, they did it by their own choice, so why should I? Well, because the Lord calls each of us to serve one another, right? I mean, as the above scriptures that we read say, it's giving whenever we can. And that means in whatever capacity we can, not just money, but service also. Now, I'm not saying we have to feel guilty because someone does nice things for us. And even though we didn't ask them to, but when we display a spirit of gratitude, regardless of the reasons, that speaks volumes as to who we are in Christ. I feel we have a responsibility as Christians to set a good example of Christ's love for us. And we do that by serving and helping others, whether they ask us to or not. Jesus died for us, and we didn't ask him to, right? He displayed his love for us by giving the ultimate sacrifice of obedience. How can you be of service to someone? Is there a new lady in your church group? that seems lonely or left out? Or, I mean, maybe you can show her the love of Christ by being friendly and honoring her with the Jesus kind of love instead of being comfortable with the friends you already have and being a little uninclusive and just assuming, ah, it's okay, because surely the Lord will send someone to be her friend. Maybe there's somebody at your job who just started and is feeling overwhelmed and not a part of the loop. Do you take the time to reach out and help? Or do you just continue on with your daily tasks and assume they'll figure it out eventually? I mean, after all, you're busy too, right? The world goes hard for our people. Shouldn't we go equally hard? The church is quick to invite people in. But then what? How many times do we automatically assume people have someone pouring into them? Doesn't need to be me, does it? The mentality of somebody else will attend to the sheep 
is why we have so many that flee and fall back into the world's flock. God expects each of us to step up and peek out of our bubble sometimes and take interest in others and invest. If you are fortunate enough to have somebody that calls or texts you just to see how you are or maybe does something for you or your family or just makes an effort to be available to talk when you need it, don't neglect your people. Everybody needs to feel seen, heard, and appreciated. When life gets hard, and it will if you're blessed to live it long enough, you will need somebody to be there for you in some way or another. But if you've spent your whole life permitting others to pour into you, but you've ignored pouring into them, you may be surprised when you're all alone with your problems and there's no one around to give you support. Don't be a selfish, distant Christian. Be who God wants us all to be, and that is present and available to serve when and where we can. There are times in life when situations are critical, or and maybe you just are in over your head and you feel lost and unable to reach out. But that's when you need someone the most. And I bet somebody was there for you at one point or another. So just remember, when your season is over and things are a little calmer, rectify the absence. Re-enter with a purpose and a goal to reestablish relationships with those around you. I was doing some research and found that according to a study done on speed times to text, It showed that out of 37,000 volunteers in 160 different countries, those people that took this speed text test, the average person texted 35 words per minute. So that would seem that a quick four-word, hey, how are you, text would take only six seconds or so based on the math. Now, how hard is it to take six seconds out of our day to send somebody a text, just letting them know we care. Or maybe pick up the phone and just talk to them. I think the Lord wants us to make time for His people to demonstrate His love. And we can't really do that without any contact whatsoever. Life is hard and very busy. I get it. I understand. But we need each other. And it's an investment worth making to show what the love of God can do in someone's life. Jesus walked with 12 disciples for three years, according to the word, teaching and showing God's love to people in order to leave a legacy of love for us to replicate. If you've ever talked to people who've been in the world circles, they will tell you just how inviting and friendly the bars and club scenes are. They will bring you in and make you feel right at home because that's Satan's deceptions to try to keep you there. Many people feel right at home in the world's activities because there's no judgment or accountability. They can do whatever, whenever, and with whomever they want, and it's accepted and okay. And quite frequently, it's a celebration when it happens. So, 
How much harder should we be trying to make people feel at home in our lives, churches, and our friendship circles? The world wants them, but God wants us to fight hard for them and win them over to his kingdom. We all have some evangelical abilities. I mean, even if it's just through an invitation for coffee or a walk in the park, we can make a huge difference in the lives of those around us if we just step out of our comfort zones and our bubbles and just see who and what is waiting for us to reach out and reciprocate the love that God has so friendly shown to us. The more you've seen God do in your life and the changes that he's made in you and me through forgiveness and redemption, the more we feel compelled to pass his love and grace on to others. Paying it forward is a great concept that can be applied to everything, including pouring into others, not just permitting them to pour into you. Live life like God is watching you. Display his love through friendships and daily interactions with his words and love. Being available for someone doesn't have to cost anything, but maybe a few seconds of your time to send a text. But the payoff can be so rewarding. Selfish, self-absorbed people are oftentimes miserable, lonely, and bitter individuals because there is no joy or love being poured out of them, and the Lord's Spirit has been stifled and bottled up with no release. We are to give as freely as we receive, and when He gives us His love and gifts, He blesses us with His joy when we release those to others. We are to be good stewards of the gifts and blessings that He has bestowed to us. I think we should be grateful and share what He has given to us. Don't worry about yourself only. God's Word promises that He'll provide for us. In Philippians 4.19 it says, My God shall supply all of my needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So don't be afraid to help another person. Have faith and believe that God will provide for you. Be a giver. Be generous. Be available. Invest in people. Let them see you care and that they matter. It's not all about me. That's not our calling or purpose. Jesus works through us and we are his tools to bless and enrich his kingdom. Thank you for listening in this week as we have discussed the importance of pouring and not just permitting. Now, as you go through into the next week, Try to remember the three things we've just talked about. One, give as much as you receive whenever possible. Two, don't wait for the other person to reach out first. And three, do everything unto the Lord. So as we go through this year, the remaining months, I'd like to just try a challenge. And I'm going to try to this myself. I know many people stroll through social media every day. So out of the few minutes or maybe hours that you spend scrolling, how about try to sacrifice a few minutes of that time to send a text or maybe make a phone call just to check in with somebody, to pour into someone. Let's try to be really present and available to those we want in our lives for the special and important events. 
Social media has its place, but real-life connections are invaluable and much more meaningful in our daily lives. Now, as I close, I would like to just say a quick prayer for all of us. Dear Lord, thank you for the opportunity to be able to share your words, Lord, that you've given to me with our listeners, Father. Help them, Father, to seat deeply in our hearts, in each of us, Lord, so that we can pour into other people and not just be vessels to be poured into. We want to give what you've given us, Lord, and to share the wonderful gifts that we've received from you. Now help us as we go forward, Lord, into the future days and weeks to be your mouthpiece, Father, to speak life and words of love to others. We ask all this in your precious Son's name. Amen. Thank you again. And if you've enjoyed this episode and are interested in future episodes, then click like and subscribe to receive the newest episodes as they release. Thank you again and have a blessed day.